You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Well, hey there, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics today. We're going to be talking about goals. And if you wonder, why in the world do I cover goals so much on this show? Why is it one of my regular topics? It's because I believe God has created us with a purpose. And you'll see that I cover purpose a lot too. And I believe that often we limit ourselves on the things that God has called us to do because we think too small or we think we can't, or we think we don't have the resources, and so we just keep on going with everyday life the way it is, and we stop thinking about our goals. So I'm here to encourage you this week to talk about the goals, and specifically think about the factors that affect the outcome of striving for your goals. Have you heard any of these Bible verses used in relation to goals? Proverbs 16, verse 3, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. Proverbs 16, 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Maybe you've heard those before. One of the dangers is that we could fall into a mindset of thinking that God will hand us our fulfilled dreams on a silver platter. We might start to think he will do all of the work and just hand us the finished dream. But that isn't how it works, is it? Unfortunately, it's how we sometimes think. And so we keep talking about dreams and we keep talking about goals. And we think that God will put all the pieces together if he wants it to happen. I think that when we seek him first, he gives us a dream. And then that dream is more like an unassembled dollhouse kit. Now, I had one of these when I was a kid. It comes flat in a box. It comes unpainted, undesigned, but the framework is there. So we have to follow the instructions and we put it together with the resources. And when it comes to a dream, it's like that too. We put it together with the resources that God gives us. We seek after the pieces that he provides in different ways. And then we add our creative touches in the process. And there's a lot of freedom in that plan. So I don't think he just hands us a finished dream. He doesn't give us a blueprint that has all the steps laid out. He says, I have this plan. Here's the outcome. I'm going to help you along the way, but you have to take the steps to get there. So if you can identify what leads to success, you're going to be more likely to pursue your goals. But first, you need to know why you're going after it. And this is why I'm going to start here before I give you any other practical tips. If you don't know why you have a certain goal, you're going to take a meandering path to get there. It's so easy to get off track if you have no idea where you're, get, where you're trying to go. And this is what happens with our goals. We, we know we, where we want to go, but we don't understand why we want to go there. And so we just keep talking about going there. But we have to get down to the why. I want you to imagine that I wanted to drive across the country to visit my family in California. And let's say I forget along the way why I'm going. I know I want to go to California, but I don't know why anymore. So along the way, I'm driving along and I see the mountains in Colorado and they look really cool and there's the Garden of the Gods there and I can go hiking and exploring. So I veer off track and I go exploring something else. I'm still in the car, I'm still on the road, but now I'm not going in the right direction. And I think, well, I could give up on going to California because I like it here in Colorado. So let's let's pursue this. 
The problem with that is that my family is not in Colorado, and that's why I started out in the first place. I was heading out to see family. So when you think about your destination and your goals, you have to think about why you're going there, or along the way, something's going to come up, and you're going to totally get off track, and you're going to think, well, this goal is fine over here, or I'll just take this little detour over here, and you're going to lose track of your why. For every one of us, it's going to be different. Now, I want to identify a couple of different kinds of goals so you can kind of see why you need to identify the why. Why the why? (laughs) Okay, so let's look at some types of goals. There could be like getting out of debt, getting a degree, writing a book, learning to paint, getting a promotion, losing weight or getting healthier. Now, if we were to write out that goal, let's say getting out of debt, That's a goal to pursue. But if I don't know why I want to get out of debt, if I don't look at the freedom it's going to offer me, if I don't look at what's going to change in my life and what I could do if I didn't have debt, along the way, I'm going to think, what's the big deal? I don't have to get out of debt anymore. Writing a book is like that. If I don't understand why I'm writing a book and it's just for the sake of writing a book, I'm going to stop somewhere along the way when I just get tired or get distracted or I lose track. If I want to lose weight, I have to know why I want to lose weight. I'm not very motivated if it's just a number on a scale, but if I understand a bigger picture of why, then I want to stay on track. So what I want you to do is write out your goal. I want you to put it on paper, and then I want you to write a statement about why you want to reach that goal. So that statement and that goal are going to be what you're going to be looking at. Now, we're not looking at the how right now. We're just looking at the why. So I want you to do that. If you're riding in the car and you're listening, I want you to do that later when you're at home and get out paper, get out your journal, or when you get to your destination, do it on your phone and type it out. But I want you to write out your goal and I want you to write out why you want to reach that goal. Now stay listening because I'm going to give you a tool for that at the end too, if you want a place to start. So I'll give you that in the resources. Okay, now we're going to look at some practical tips. It's super important when we're looking at goals that we look at the factors that affect the outcomes. So now you've established your why. Now it's important to look at all the things that can affect that. Now this is not going to be an exhaustive list, but this is going to be some of the basics that come into play with almost every goal that you could set. There are going to be some questions that we need to ask and some resources and factors that we have to consider in order to reach that goal. The first one is time. We have to ask the question of where will I make time for each step that goes along with this goal? How much time will it take? How much will I need to block on my calendar? How will I combat procrastination when time starts to get away from me and I'm behind on the steps that I need to take on this goal? If I'm going to get a degree, it's going to take time. If I'm going to exercise, it's going to take time. Sleep takes time. Every goal that I have is going to take some amount of time. I don't know if I can think of any that don't take time. Even financial planning means sitting down with some time to plan out those steps and to take the time to enter my budget in every month. So no matter what the goal is, you're going to need to know how much time it's going to take and how you're going to make that time where it's going to come from. The next thing that affects the outcome in a lot of goals is money. We have to ask the question, what will it cost? Is it going to cost a lot of money, a little bit of money? Where will I find the money? 
If I want to pay off debt, I might have to figure out how to earn extra money. If I want to lose weight, I might have to figure out how to pay for going to the gym or hiring a trainer or paying for better meals. If I want to write a book, I have to figure out if I'm going to hire an editor, if I'm going to publish it myself, if I'm going to go somewhere else. There's money involved in almost all of our goals. Now, sometimes it's a small amount of money and sometimes it's a lot. It might be that I want to get a college degree. That's going to take a lot of money. If I want to learn how to paint, that might not take as much. So it's going to depend on your goal. And you need to know realistically what it is. Because that's going to also affect how you take those steps, either earning the money ahead or figuring out how you're financing it so that you can get going. What happens is you could plan an elaborate goal and if you don't stop to think about how much it's going to cost in time and money, you might never take any of those steps. Okay, now there's some other things that go along with affecting the outcome of our goals. The next one is skills. You have to ask yourself the question of, have I researched what I need to accomplish this goal? What skills do I need? If I want to write a book, I'm going to have to learn how to write better. That's just all there is to it. I could write a book, but it's not going to be a book that anyone wants to publish if I don't know how to write. So for me as a writer, that is something I've had to invest years in. I've invested more than 20 years in developing the skills of being a writer and being an editor. It maybe doesn't take that long for you. Maybe it's just a class you want to take. So if you are trying to learn how to code a website or you're learning how to paint, you're going to take a class for that. If you are trying to establish a financial plan or become a coach, you might have to take a course on that. So there may be some training that you need to do, or if you don't have the skills, this is going to circle back to money here, you're going to have to look at who you have to hire for some pieces. You're not going to want to learn how to do every single skill. For example, I design books, I do covers and interiors for authors. Those authors aren't going to take the time to learn how to design a cover and do the interior when they're really focused on writing their book. So they're going to hire me to do that step, and they're going to do the other parts themselves. So... You just have to identify where you need to have someone else's skills complement your own in order to achieve those goals and if those skills are going to cost money. Okay, the next one that we need to think about is focus. I don't know any goals that I haven't accomplished without some sort of focus. Number one for me is the overwhelm factor that affects my focus. When I get overwhelmed, I don't know where to begin. I don't know what the first step's going to be. They all look too big. It's too ginormous. It looks like I'm trying to swallow the whole thing at once. And so I have to figure out how am I going to focus on one step at a time in this goal or else that overwhelm's going to stop me from doing anything at all. Another one that goes in with focus is distractions. This could be the practical stuff of everyday life. It could be that uh, overwhelm might cause me to become distracted because I think I will just avoid the overwhelm by vacuuming, which is not something I love, but I certainly love it when it comes to trying to avoid something else sometimes. It might be that I decide to start another project because I'm trying to avoid the overwhelm of the other one. And so those distractions could be something related to our avoidance, but they could also be related to family members who want things from us, other hobbies that demand our time, commitments, and all that kind of stuff. So focus is going to have to be there in order for us to reach our goals. The other thing you want to think about is what am I going to do when I have a setback? 
if I'm progressing along really well on a goal, what am I going to do if my progress slows down? This comes along especially when it comes to health-related goals because they don't always happen at the speed at which we want them to happen. And so it helps to have a plan for what I'm going to do if I have a setback and the pace is slowing down. Another thing related to focus is going off the path and chasing shiny objects. This is when you forget that you had this one big goal going and you divide that goal along the way until it becomes like a big snowball and you can't stop it because now it got too big. Here's an example. Let's say I want to start a business and I have an audience in mind for this product I'm going to make and I'm going to target that audience. I'm going to make this product just for them. And then along the way, what happens is we think, oh, it could be for this person and that person and I could make this product to go with that product. And if I do that product, well, then I have to make this one. And pretty soon the goal becomes ginormous and the audience is really spread out and we don't even know where we're going anymore. And so it's really important to not just chase after those shiny objects, put them on a someday list and just keep moving forward with the initial goal, knowing that eventually when I have some time, I could circle back around and see if I can implement any of those other ideas. But to just be aware that not every idea that comes into my head is one that I should pursue right then. The last thing in the pro- in the focus category is to think about progress and how am I going to check up on my progress? How am I going to celebrate my steps along the way? And just how am I going to know that I'm moving forward toward the goal? Am I going to set deadlines? Or am I going to block out chunks of time? How am I going to stay focused and check on that progress? Okay, we have a couple more that go along with this. So the next one is control. This is related to our goals in that you have to ask the question, are you reaching for something that is within your control or out of your control? Here's an example. If my goal is a promotion, I can do all sorts of things to earn a promotion. I can do all sorts of things to make myself appealing to my boss. I can, you know, do all those but the actual promotion is outside of my control. That involves my boss actually deciding I'm worthy of the promotion and giving it to me. And so I might get all the way through all the things I can do, and then I'm still at this place where it's in someone else's control. So it's helpful to know which parts of my goal are within my control and which parts are in someone else's control. That way, along the way, I'm not as discouraged if things don't move along exactly the way I want to. And I may even need to have a plan B. Maybe it isn't going to be the promotion if that doesn't come. Maybe it's going to be changing companies or something like that. So it's important to know that the goal might have to pivot if it's in someone else's control. Another one that could be in someone else's control is when you have somebody who you're collaborating with. And so that might be that you are working together and making those decisions. So you're going to have to compromise and collaborate. And so not everything about it is in your control. So think about those steps ahead so you don't have those surprises along the way that you might have to navigate. All right, let's do the last two. They're kind of related, but let's first talk about habits. Habits are going to affect whether you reach any sort of goal, 
because habits relate to excuses and they relate to how we use our time. They, they actually relate to a lot of things we've talked about, our focus and our money and our resources and all of those things. But if we can establish habits that leave space for us to pursue goals, then we'll see success. And so there are some things that may need to pivot along the way, especially with health-related goals, but with any goal. With finances, my financial spending habits are going to change. I'm going to have to look at which ones need to be adjusted. I also might want to look at which habits I want to protect. So for me, if self-care is a habit that I need to protect, I need to figure out where I'm going to still have that in there, even when I'm going like crazy after my goal. If I have a really good habit of exercising, I need to figure out how I'm going to protect that for my health goals so that I don't get so off track with something else that I lose the time and ability to do the exercise. So you kind of get the idea. The last one ties into this quite a bit, and this is mindset. First off, we need to look at any limiting beliefs that we have, things that like when you come up with the I can't or I've, I'll never be able to do it this way, um, it might be that... I'm limited thinking I have to think small. I don't want to make my goals too big because they might not fit in with my friends or my family or whatever. So you have to look at your mindset and say, am I limiting myself? Am I talking self-talk that tells me I can't do it? And so you want to identify those things and be aware of them so that you can create new dialogue within yourself so that you can reset that mindset into something that says, I can, or it's okay if I think big and go for a bigger goal than limiting myself. And so when we look at all of these things, these are just some factors that affect the outcomes, but it's time, money, skills, focus, control, habits, and mindset. Now, I've created a resource that I'm going to tell you about in a couple of minutes, and that is going to help you with all of these things. It's a worksheet that you can identify your goals and take those next steps. So stay tuned. Here it comes. Okay, I have created a custom resource for you this week. This is brand new. It's a worksheet to help you write out your goal. So it's going to be one, one goal, okay? So we're going to start with one. If you have a ton of goals, you could take and write out a worksheet for each one, but you're not going to be able to pursue everything all at once. So you're going to have to work on some prioritizing and then really look at that one thing you're going to pursue first. Now, if another goal goes alongside of it, like let's say... I'm trying to pursue something related to health and wellness and I have a fitness goal and a nutrition goal. Okay, those, I understand how those go hand in hand, but they're all kind of part of a bigger goal of wellness. So um, you're gonna wanna just really think about how many things you can pursue at one time and prioritize. So this worksheet that I created has a place for you to write down your one goal. That's the big overarching where I wanna see myself go. And then under that, I have a spot for you to write out why. So you need to understand, like I said earlier, the why of why you're pursuing it. And so you have a place for you to write that out there on why you want this goal. Then I have spots for each of the things that we've just talked about. I have a box for you to identify a challenge in the relation of 
time, money, skills, focus, control, habits, mindset, and then a box for you to write how you will plan to overcome that challenge. So let's imagine that one of my challenges is, like I said, overwhelm. How am I going to to overcome the overwhelm? There were so many overs in there. I had to pause to think about that for a second. Overcome the overwhelm. Okay, so let's say I'm overwhelmed when I have too many things to do. So that's my challenge. Then there's a box where I can write out how I'm going to overcome that. Now, that could be for me, I'm going to list it out in bite-sized pieces, and then I'm going to choose one task and decide, is this something I can do in one day? Sometimes the task is a week long. So for me, developing a new section on my website with, say, my books or something like that, that's not just something I do in an afternoon. It might be something that I spread out over a few days. But anyway, how am I going to break that down and tackle each of those? So for fitness, if it's getting more physically fit. How am I going to break that down? I, like right now, I can't run a mile. <laughs> so if, if that was my goal, I'd have to break it down into how far am I going to run and how far am I going to walk each day until I can get to running a mile. I know some of you listening can run a marathon and that's really cool. <laughs> it's just not where I'm at right now. So each of us has our own goals and our own limitations. And this worksheet that I created for you is a PDF that you can download and print and then fill out. And I want you to use that as a resource to think through some things you may not have thought about in relation to your goals. You will find that worksheet in the show notes at michellerayburn.com slash 92. That is the show notes for this episode. You'll have a link there where you can put your email in and get that document to you. Do you have a big goal and would you love to have some support for that? Well, I invite you to jump into the discussion on the Life Repurpose community on Facebook, and I'm going to be putting up a post that goes with this week's episode, and I'd love to have you stop by there and join the group and be part of our weekly discussions where we talk about different topics. This week, it's going to be asking that question, what is your goal? And then we want to support you and cheer you on. So uh, all you have to do is search on Facebook for Life Repurpose Community. It will come up. You can request to join the group and then agree to follow the group rules of being kind and considerate and all that stuff. And then you'll be part of the group. Sometimes having a community is one of the best things that you can do when you're pursuing a goal. If you're part of an association of people that are already pursuing the same goal, then it's great. You know, you if you're in a health group or you're in a writer's group, but maybe you have a goal that you really aren't part of a group and you just want to share it with somebody, that's what this type of community is for, for you to have somebody else who can say, yay, go for it. I'm here to cheer you on. As we wrap up today, I want to read one of those verses from the beginning again, and let's think about it in terms of God giving us an assignment. So Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Now, he will establish those when we commit to doing our best at the assignment that he's given us. So I want you to think about what is, what is the assignment he's given you? Where are you going to apply the next steps and get started on that goal? And I want you to celebrate that when you achieve the goal, because he has set this before you. This is an option God has gifted you. He has uh, given you the vision for something big. And so this is your opportunity to step into that. 
As you go into your week, I encourage you to enjoy your repurposed life this week. I hope that you will come back next week as we have another guest interview and talk about what it means to live life repurposed. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.